Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 app. You guys are not doing any pass blocking. You're just stepping aside and letting them walk in. Pop, 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 pop. That's what I want. All of you around that ball. What's wrong with y'all? Don't play like some little girls. Y'all like y'all never played football before. Because of nothing. You hear me? They please just like we do. Yes, sir. They sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then. Let's play. But that's seen us, too. That gives us, too. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Talk one of the four nine news, money sports. I am the host. You are the co-host. 806-855-3712. It's overreaction Monday. Text in all your overreactions right now. 806-855-3712. Any and all overreactions will be read. Discussed. Talked about pontificated on all of it. It's the Rob Rocha. We do all of it here, right here on Talk 103.9. Lots of stuff to talk about. Somebody actually texting into something I wanted to cover today. Immediately off the jump. Uh, Jacob, did you blow a gasket during the last night's uh, backdoor TCU cover? What a sham. They did not look like they were going to cover that game until the last 20 seconds. Uh, and then they roll the ball down the court. Nobody picks them up. The game's over. Uh, and they just drain a three to cover. What is it? Uh, good teams win. Great teams cover. Frustrating, to say the least. Now, I did not bet on that game, so no, I didn't blow a gasket. But bad beats do trigger me. Uh, because I am in the gambling world uh, once in a while. And good grief. The best bet I made. I, I mostly do player props nowadays. Uh, the easiest player prop on the board was Ot- Oscar Tshibwe. Plus 14 rebounds. He had 18. His point rebound assist total was at like 35. Easy money. Really easy money. Uh, I think he had 24 points and 18 boards. Now, they lost. Kansas State advances. You know, those ghosts start walking through that door. Love Jerome Tang's comments before and after the game. Before the game, we're not, we're not scared of Kentucky. 
And I think the first question he responded to kind of annoyed him. Uh, because this guy, this media guy, is like giggling about Kentucky and how good they are. They're a six seed. Kansas State's a three seed. Uh, how much did you look ahead to Kentucky before you won that game against Montana State? Uh, zero, guy. Zero. We'll worry about Kentucky now. But we were focused on Montana State because Kentucky is a six seed. Kentucky is Kentucky this year. They don't have Brow coming in. They don't have all these historic players coming in. You don't get to have a, an, an all-star team join the tournament. You don't get Devin Booker back. It's this roster. And Coach Cal after the game, what a loser. Yeah, that little kid hit a couple threes. The little kid dominated you and looked really good doing it. After the game, Tank says, hey, you know, y'all talk about my coaching, but you just have to have dudes, and we've got dudes. Lots of dudes. Several dudes. You're a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes, yeah. Shout out Keenan and Kill. It's just amazing to me the the premium that we still put on Kentucky for no reason. What have they done? Even when they went undefeated in the regular season, what did they do that year? Lost in the tournament before the national championship game. What was it? The final four, the elite eight. To the text line we go. Uh, Blue blood's done. Not completely, but transfer portal has even the playing field a lot. What matters more, the, the, the NIL or, which, because I do think that has affected a little bit, or just some of these Hall of Fame coaches retiring? Like, maybe North Carolina and Duke aren't as good this year because they don't have Roy Williams and Coach K. Bayheim has been washed for several years now. Like, you have to go get the next guy. And was Duke a blue blood because it was Duke or because Coach K was there for 40 years? Now, North Carolina has gone through several iterations. But I don't think Duke was Duke before Coach K. And they're a fine program, but he's also been there forever or was there forever. And the idea of Blue Bloods, I've said for a long time, it's just not the same anymore. And and I guess basketball is a little different, but in football, the idea of a Blue Blood was a, a lot of teams were just on TV way more and were nationally known. Everyone has a, a marketing budget now. Everyone's on TV every weekend. 
There's no advantage in that. Now, there still is a discrepancy. Alabama is still the most watched program. Texas is still the most watched program. USC still draws the most eyes in the Pac-12. Ohio State's still the most watched program. So, yeah, there are some advantages, but the advantage between, like, Notre Dame in the world or Oklahoma in the world in the 70s or Nebraska, whoever it is, those are much, much smaller now. And I think it's the same in basketball. Now, there's still these Big East schools that just funnel everything into basketball. That's an advantage. But maybe Duke can't get the number one class with five of the top ten recruits every year because the NIL spreads it out a little bit. But how many programs does that really hurt? Four? And people are saying that uh, this field has no blue bloods in it. Well, I mean... UConn, UCLA, Arkansas has been really good. They've been around. This isn't like they're just now here. Houston has been around. It's not like they've just showed up this year. Rick Barnes has been thought of as a really good coach for a long time. Not a great tournament coach, but he's been around. Is Princeton in the Sweet 16 because of NIL? Every every year, people are like, this is the weirdest tournament. This is the tournament that's showing us something. Did St. Peter's go deep last year because NIL? No, Madness is the name of the tournament. It's named March Madness because there's madness every year. It's never chalk. Uh, this text, Rob, I hope you had a great weekend. I did. My overreaction for Overreaction Monday is this. The Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl now that they traded for Brandon Cook's Grande Pollo. I don't know if I would go that far. And to be completely honest, I felt better about last year's team than I'm feeling right now. Uh, maybe I'm just more reserved. I felt pretty good last offseason. Now, heading into... The season I had cooled off, but last offseason I felt pretty good. Then they traded Amari Cooper for peanuts, and that, that kind of started the, the trend down. But this time last year, and we'll see how that goes. We'll see how uh, Brandon if Brandon Cooks plays more than 10 games. Zeke Elliott, we'll see if he re-signs or signs with somebody else. He might have already, I don't know. I could absolutely see Zeke Elliott, by the way, with the Chiefs. That makes sense to me. Do you agree with Hyatt that it's okay if all the snot-nosed freshmen leave the basketball team? I... <laughs> um, no. I, th- I think... Uh... I wouldn't call them snot-nosed, but yes, it's okay if you have a brand new roster next year. You don't want to do that every year, though. Uh, And I would love to see a lot of these guys back, and I wouldn't call them snot-nosed. 
Uh, this texture, every school is now allowed to do what the Blue Bloods were doing under the table for years. Yeah, but that didn't... Yeah. I don't think cheating made them Blue Bloods, though. I just hate that. What is that term? I just... It's so undefinable. And in basketball, I, I guess it still exists, but... Like, UCLA hasn't been UCLA. They went to a Final Four when they were an 11 seed a couple of years ago. I don't know. Let's take the break here. When we come back, more texts, more overreactions. I've got some Big 12 baseball overreactions for sure. Uh, all coming up on The Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News. Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Bro Show. Talk one of three point nine news, money sports. Coming to you live on an overreaction Monday. Lots and lots to talk about. As we get into it, a couple of overreactions from the NCAA tournament. Um, the Big 12 is still good. When, when we talk about best conferences, uh, you talk about national championships. The Big 12 won two in a row. And you talk about regular season success and dominance. Right? That's what we do in, in the SEC. And by my estimation, the Big 12 still has as good a chance as anybody to win a national championship this year. And I know Houston's not there yet, but they will be next year. Houston? If Houston wins, you don't think all offseason people are going to be talking about, wow, Big 12 team Houston has a real chance to make noise in the Big 12 because they just won a national championship. Baylor losing a 3-6. TCU losing a 3-6. Kansas State winning a 3-6. No shame in a lot of that. Texas gets to play Xavier, a 2-3 matchup. Again, Houston still kicking. I think West Virginia and Iowa State were frustrating. Iowa State in particular is the sixth seed, having the worst shooting performance of the tournament. But none of that discounts what any of those teams did in the regular season. I think Kansas losing in round two hurts you a little bit, but they didn't have a coach. Their coach, their head coach. And again, Mark, March Madness. It's Matt, it's in the name. Now, if all of these Big 12 schools lose in the Sweet 16 and you don't have a Big 12 school in the Elite Eight, 
All right, now you start second-guessing yourself, but you shouldn't, in my opinion. Shout-out to Jake for the Keenan and Kel reference. Did you see that Good Burger 2 is coming out this year? Got to focus on Texas this weekend, though. I did see that. I think that's what had it in my mind. Uh, Keenan and Kel doing a movie together for the first time since Good Burger. Did they come out with anything else? I don't think so. I'm glad they reconciled. Uh, this texture, you might be onto something. How relevant has Indiana been since Bob Knight got fired? Yeah, in basketball, especially basketball, but even football or baseball, um, Sometimes programs are just coaches. Now, I know Jimbo did a little bit after Bobby Bowden left, but what's Florida State been since those two coaches? They finally got up off the turf this year. A little bit. I mean, Duke was a five seed and really hot going into the tournament. They're not in the Sweet 16. North Carolina, the preseason number one in the world, didn't make the tournament. On the other hand, Alabama and Arkansas, Arkansas up and down this year, but Alabama's been in the top five all year and number one for a lot of it. Why are we surprised that they're in the Sweet 16 and not another Blue Blood? Why are we really surprised that Eric Musselman outcoached the lead assistant from Kansas? What do you think hurt Coach Cal's edge he had with one-and-done players, NIL or transfer portal? What? Again... What edge did he have? They were good, really good, like, they won a national championship and then won undefeated, right? Maybe I'm not giving Cal enough credit. But Kentucky didn't have this huge long run with Coach Cal and one and Duns. In fact, Duke did it better when Duke started doing it. But who right now in the last five years has been really good with one and Duns? I think instead of just saying Coach Cal got hurt, like that's you're going away from it a little bit. In my opinion. Both Kansas and Baylor in the last two national championships had a bunch of old guys. Virginia had a bunch of veterans. And some one and dones. It's a good mix. Hey, Rob, start bench cut, Sean Miller, Shaka Smart, Jerome Tang. I'm assuming this is for the Texas Tech job. And I'm going to say I would start all three of these guys, but I'll play the game. Uh, I would start Sean Miller, bench Jerome Tang, and cut Shaka Smart. But when Shaka Smart was at Texas, and you can check the tape, you can check anything you want, uh, the whole time he was here, I said, man, that guy would be a much better fit at Texas Tech. 
That guy just never seemed right, in my opinion, for the Texas job. Now, he won there. He won a Big 12 title uh, in a tournament where he kind of got to skate to the finals because I think somebody po- I think he played less games than normal, but he still won a Big 12 tournament. He just didn't win a tournament game. And now you have him as a two seed getting beat by a seven a hot seven seed uh with a legendary coach. There's no shame in losing to Tom Izzo in the NCAA tournament for sure. Uh, but I would probably cut him just because some tournament success and all that. Jerome Tang, um, I really like Jerome Tang. And I've been in and out on him this year. Um, But I've really enjoyed his comments during this tournament run. I don't know if he's... I, I don't know if he's perfect for Texas Tech, but he absolutely should get a raise. And if it's because Texas Tech is calling him, then, you know, good for him in Kansas State. But Kansas State's never spent big. And Texas Tech has four winners. You just got to do it eventually for somebody else's winner. All right, they doubled down. Miller, Smart, or Musselman. I think I would start Musselman in that scenario. And then go Miller, and then say Shaka Smart as third. So I would cut Shaka Smart in either scenario, but I would not be upset if he was the next hire. A little bit like Grant McCaslin, though. I've maintained that that Grant McCaslin's probably a candidate here. Uh, Again, would not be upset with Grant McCaslin. Doesn't seem like... The best option to me, but I don't know. I don't know anything, really. I'm just on the radio talking. And I've been talking too long here, so let's take a break. Uh, When we come back, some overreactions in Big 12 baseball. Some good ones. You don't want to miss them. It's the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News. Money Sports. Rob Rocha Talk, 103.9 News, Money, Sports. couple of segments left. Uh, this texter, Bro Sizzle. You guys are very creative. Uh, I would be willing to pay Tang five to $6 million per year to come to Tech. He's a winner. Sweet 16, year one coach gets big contract. Does that sound familiar? I, again, I'm not. Uh, I I agree. I would also. I mean, I don't have that money, but I would also uh, be willing to pay that for Jerome Tang. I like him. Uh, I think 
the search committee likes him. Would he leave Kansas State? Uh, obviously, depending on the contract, maybe. But as I said at the end of last week, I just he doesn't strike me as the guy to leave after a season. Now, that does not stop you from trying. And we laid out some hypothetical situations where he probably has already been approached and said no, but again, those are just hypothetical situations. I could come up with six more hypothetical situations where he was approached and said not yet. Uh, Certainly, certainly worth a conversation. Uh, This texter, Cooks, Brandon Cooks, signed to the Cowboys, as a freaking diva, he will sit out games with Dallas just like he did in Houston if Dak doesn't get him the ball. Yeah. I mean, in theory, that's a good get. Uh, but there's got to be a reason he's played for seven different teams. Texas Tech baseball overreaction. The game-winning runner in Friday night's game never touched home plate. Oklahoma State catcher never watched the runner and walked off the field. My understanding is that the officials, the umpires, are told not to react when something like that happens uh, because you have to uh, challenge it. But if the umpire had noticed, he would have called him out for not stepping at home plate, Um, I think, right? And then you could have challenged if he did or not. Uh, We did go look at that on uh, Friday night. And I want to say his heel, it looked like his heel touched, uh, but it certainly did not hit square on home plate, um, for sure. So, uh, I'm sure there were conversations, uh, hey, go uh, check that. Go check that uh, if you have it. Missed bases are appeal plays, he says, the texture. So, yeah, that's what I had heard. Um. Another overreaction from Texas Tech baseball in particular, you're the best team in the Big 12. I think Oklahoma State is the second best team in the Big 12. Now, does that mean you're going to win your next three series easily? No. You'll probably lose one of the next three series to Texas, TCU, or Oklahoma because I think those are the top five teams in the Big 12. With... West Virginia, certainly making some noise there. I think Kansas State has dropped out of my top five. They lost to Baylor over the weekend. Now, that was a road series, but, man, that's a tough loss. And then Kansas is what it is, but I think Oklahoma has played well, and Oklahoma beat TCU in a series this weekend in Norman. You have to go to Norman in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is. I think you have four Big 12 series in a row, and then you have an off series with North Dakota State or something. This is a huge weekend going to Austin. Texas has struggled. Now, Texas has won 10 in a row, but not not over great opponents. Oklahoma State had won 12 in a row, but I looked back at their schedule. It was weak. Really weak. By the way, Texas is Tex Texas Tex. Wow, that was a lot of S's. 
Texas Tech's RPI up to the top 20 range. If you win two of three this weekend, I would be very confident to say Texas Tech will win the Big 12. If you sweep Texas, I would be even more confident, obviously. But two of three this weekend puts you in a really good position to win the Big 12. Because you have TCU at home with a whole lot of payback, a whole lot of payback uh, that you want to dish out for sweeping you last year in Fort Worth. If you thought the Oklahoma State series got chippy on Sunday, that TCU series will be chippy. Uh, That at the beginning of April. I'm very excited. Very excited about that series. Now, you don't want to look ahead but past Texas. Dish, Falk, and the like. So, yeah. Baylor? Baylor's interesting. Baylor's been really bad. Um, But baseball teams, once they figure it out, can just figure it out and be different teams. That's how baseball goes. So, I think Baylor has an opportunity here to to move up the power rankings a little bit. It's going to be a long road back to the NCAA tournament after how bad they started, how poorly they started. Kansas State, that's a tough opening weekend for them. Another overreaction, the Longhorns should lose at least one game this weekend just based on the new orange jerseys with the awful Texas Rangers-esque script on the front. No need to ditch the block Texas lettering. I liked those uniforms, by the way. That's uh, a known Astro texting in. Hating. Uh, back to the text line. Just double thumbs up. Thank you. More. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, more start bench cuts. Uh, Hodges, Kingsbury, Shuck. Uh, Shuck is still playing, so I'll. I don't like doing current players with uh, former players. I would start Cliff. Bench Cody Hodges. I mean, he went to a Cotton Bowl. And then cut Shuck. uh, With Shuck having the potential to pass both of them this season. Depending on what he does. Pac-12 reportedly not close to a deal with ESPN. Yes, I did see that. I would like to read that article first. Uh, A little bit busy today to do that during the show. But we will certainly talk about that report tomorrow on the Raiderland uh, if not on the Rob Bro Show as well. Uh, one texter caught the joke I said. We already paid a guy extra after going to the Sweet 16 in year one, didn't we? Yes, that's exactly what I just said. Uh, this texter, imagine if Zeke signs with the Chiefs and then gets a career rejuvenation lining up next to Pat. Cowboys fans would have a bigger meltdown than normal. I don't think we would. And what is a rejuvenation? I mean, he just he just had like 600, 700 yards and 12 touchdowns and scored nine straight games. 
if he goes to the Chiefs, he'd be their third back short yardage guy, and he really isn't a better short yardage guy than Isaiah Pacheco at this time in his career. Uh, and I think there's some overlap. With him going to the AFC, I don't think there would be a ton of hate or meltdown. Now, if there's just a bunch of dead money and they don't get two or three more guys because they cut Zeke and Zeke has a great year, okay, maybe there's a little bit of a meltdown. But no, I'll say this. No rational fan, and I know the texts are saying there's no rational Cowboys fans, but no rational fan would be upset if Zeke went and got success somewhere else, especially in the AFC. I mean, nobody was mad DeMarcus Ware won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. I say nobody. I don't I don't remember a lot of outrage. The only report I've seen about Zeke lately was the Bills that he makes sense for the Bills to go get. Yeah, he can reunite with uh Cole Beasley if Cole Beasley's still around. He's retired a couple of times though. Now, if Zeke goes and signs with like the Giants or Eagles or Commanders or the Cardinals, like Emmett Smith, though the Cardinals suck, so it doesn't matter. Shout out Big Hen. If he goes to somewhere like that and has a resurgence, okay. But what is he in, year eight? He's not going to be better than he was this year. Uh, and if somebody goes and asks him to be a lead back, he's not going to be good at the end of the year. That's just how running back's legs work. Now, could he pull a playoff Lenny and sit out for a long stretch of the season and then just play in the playoffs and be really good? Yeah. Absolutely. Zeke has something left in the tank. That's what I kept telling people this year. He just has to be in the right role. If you put him in the Marion Barber role, and just let him run 10 times in the third and fourth quarter, he'll be really good for you. If you just put him in fresh on the goal line, he can score. But running him 10 times in the first quarter and then going away from him and then trying to get him back in later, just it was a weird deal this year with the Cowboys, especially when you had a healthy Tony Pollard. And then he was too dead at the end of the year to do anything when you lost Tony Pollard. But I certainly would not have a meltdown if Zeke Elliott went and won a Super Bowl somewhere. And if it was in, if it was with the Chiefs, I would be even happier. For him and for the Chiefs. Big Chiefs fan, by the way. All right, final break of the hour when we come back. A couple of final overreactions from the weekend. It's the Rob Bro Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Rob Bro Show Talk, 103.9 News, Money, Sports. Breaking news 
from uh, just, it really is breaking news. Five minutes ago. ESPN reporting with Pete Thamel, Iona's Rick Patino has agreed to a six-year deal to become St. John's head coach. That is a wadge bomb. Patino has taken three schools to the Final Four, one NCAA titles at Kentucky and Louisville. Uh, he did not win a title at Louisville. I mean, he did, but uh, now makes uh, the move to restore the Red Storm to Big East prominence. Rick Patino is 70. Now, I'm not ageist, but a six-year deal for a 70-year-old man seems, seems unwise. Uh, but it is what it is, I guess. I would assume there will not be any extensions. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe he lives forever. I don't know. I think going back to uh, President Skubinik's interview with Ryan, if you missed it, you can go listen to it on the podcast. Uh, we'll have that out right after this program. But they've already interviewed several candidates via Zoom. Uh, and I would assume, and this is just me assuming, um, they have a few more Zoom interviews to go before they really start tying down a guy. Uh, but they also have some second interviews and in-person interviews uh, ready and available to go down. Now, those guys are out of the tournament. You're not going to have a sit-down interview with a guy out of the tournament. I think there's a few guys still coaching that you're going to interview via Zoom. Now, there are reports uh, of three guys that are leaders in the clubhouse. Uh, I'm not reporting those. I have not heard those names, but they are out there. I'm saying I haven't heard them from, from my people. Uh, but I would assume Grant McCaslin's still in the mix uh, beyond those three names that, that we've heard. I'm not going to spoil them because they're behind a paywall. They're not my paywall, but they are out there. I would assume, though, here's what I'm getting at. I would assume there's going to be a firm list of candidates uh, out in the public after next week. And as we talked about earlier, there's no rush here, but there is a sense of urgency. You're not rushed. You're not just going and hiring the first guy that'll say yes, but there is a sense of urgency. This is still college athletics. There is still a transfer portal, and I know at the end of the, fir uh, the first show there at the Raiderland, the second hour, first show of the day, uh, Hyatt made the snot-nosed kids comment that you don't want to rush a guy just to keep your roster. And while I agree with that, 
there are also a lot of other guys talking to a lot of other programs right now that you might want to be in the mix for. So, rush, no. Urgency, yes. I do think there's a sense of urgency here. Uh, and it seemed like Dr. Skuvenik wanted to hire a guy before April 1st. That's 10 days. Now, if the guy you really want... That was good timing. This coaching into April, you might wait. If the guy you really want is coaching into April, though, you might not be able to get him because they're gonna they're gonna raise you or at least match what you want to give. So it is what it is. I do though think that this committee is still shooting for the stars. I don't think they're gonna settle. And if a final name comes out that feels like settling, I'll be a a little frustrated, but I do trust the committee. And again, I I go back and I say that because Grant McCaslin's name, it, it wouldn't, man, I don't know. I just want a little more firmness before I start uh, putting out names. You know what I mean? All right. We will take the long break. Come back tomorrow. The Raiderland, 11 a.m. I've been Rob Bro. Be Rob Bro. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.